Welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, where we help you bulletproof your mind through health, fitness and entertainment. So in today's episode, we kick things off with overrated, underrated, and today we are talking about weighted vests. So if you if you wear a weighted vest, stay tuned to hear what our opinion is on that. We then catch up on things that we've done over the weekend and get into the main body of today's topic, which is all about how to build confidence, some strategies that you can apply, what we have found useful for ourselves and what has worked for our clients as well. And there is also a big announcement in today's episode, so stay tuned for that as James has some important news to share. Before we get into today's episode, we are personal trainers, so if you're looking to work with one of us, our consultation forms are below. And there is a Facebook group that you can join for absolutely free just because you listen to this podcast. It is called Bulletproof Coaching, and you can find a link for that below as well. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Right. How was your day? It was good, mate. Did it tell us, man? No. Aye, so I've got a big fat cankle. Look at the size of them. Can you squat? Uh, I, I can actually move. Because the weight snapped, so I was walking down the hill, and the ironic thing was, like, I, like the ro- you're walking on points, so okay. I only had my Nike shoes on, so my walking boots. I couldn't so do that, man, Max. They're, well. they're, they're, they're done, so ankles were fully exposed, and I'm like, it's a good job I trained, because I slipped, and I was like, MDLC would have snapped an ankle there. Literally <laughs> ten minutes later, mate, hit, I was just put my foot down, and see that, like, I actually felt the joint snap out of place, and snapped back in, it made the most disgusting noise ever. And it was like somebody poured instant boiling water all over my ankle. So it was like this rush, and I was like, oh my God, the pain's gonna come, it's gonna come. And I was like, oh, and I was like, why can I still move this? And I was like, that's gonna fucking, I was like, that is actually pretty lucky. But it does make a good point that why I train like calf raises and really strengthening my legs and my lower body, like squats, front squats, um, single leg RDLs that kind of balances your foot, walking lunges. Aye. Like that would have been a, a clean snap, I reckon. Aye. Um, I guess you could say you, n- you never really know, but that, Aye, you that, never know. that like what happened, because it snapped out of place and I was like, I shouldn't be walking right now. Because mm-hmm. I've seen that happen to hundreds of people and they're floored. Aye. Like maybe not hundreds of people, but a lot of people and they're floored instantly. So I was like, you're right. And I was like, I don't think I should be, but because this way still had an hour climb down. Um, but I was thankfully all right, and then just rested a wee bit uncomfortable sleep, but it's okay, like I can move, like it's just swelling, it's just inflamed just now. Aye. I reckon in a few days' time, no, I'll be right. right. big, big baby man. But it's, it's funny when you look at them both, I was like, I don't think it's that bad. And then I looked at it, I was like, oof, that's massive. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> definitely You watch. can feel it, like it's all the fluids like built up. Aye, so inflamed, inflamed as any. I feel any. like I could put a needle in it. Was it just a tendon then? Fuck knows. I have no idea. No. Jim's like, go down to the NHS. I was like, no chance, no. You'd be waiting in there for hours, mate. Ten hours to, to get seen. I was like, I'm. They would just go. I spend it. There's <laughs> <laughs> a paracetamol. Well, like, I genuinely, I genuinely, when I sprained my ankle, I went in. Did you? And they uh, done an X-ray and they went, just rest. Like, <laughs> just waited here for eight hours. Brilliant, man. But I get aye. So, but it was good. That was quite good. Like, we had. Uh, what did I do this weekend? Oh, I had uh, Jillian's stepdad's sixtieth on Saturday night. Drink again. No. No, no, yeah. no, I drove. Yeah, Dafty. No, yeah. was it? I know you're was late. Was Falkirk? Aye, ah, it was like I didn't. I Which raging? She wasn't raging. She was like, right, be here for five. And I was like, right, I'll do all my check-ins. Now I went, like, I went home. So I was going to go to JD and train for a bit. Mm-hmm. But I went. I was like, I'll go home and I'll grab some stuff for the sauna because I was like, quite fancy going for a sauna. See, I've no brought my towel today, man. I'm raging. I might just go in my yeah, box. Can you go in the boxers? No idea, mate. It's in the guys' changing room anyway. Aye. But <clears throat> so I was like, I'll go home, and I went home, and then. 
I was like, actually, I've not had any food. I'll have a bit of food. So I had food, and I was like, I'll wait and digest. So I sat on the couch, and no joke, I opened up my laptop to do a couple of check-ins. And next thing I woke my phone's vibrating, I'm like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh crap, I was meant to leave 40 minutes ago. Uh, Jumped in a shower, like just chucked on a black t-shirt and jeans and then head through. But uh, it was alright, it was alright. Too many people at <laughs> the house. So many people. So many people I don't even know. And uh, that's yeah, the yeah. awkward thing, so be like, oh, how you doing? Uh, like, oh, it's happening. Awkward conversation. And then being known as the, the PT, like... Sometimes people, it can be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What? Like at a family party, somebody says he's a PT, and then that's all you get asked. You're like, it kind of hurt me a wee bit. There, everybody's like, oh, Can you make me look good? Can you? And I'm like, We're miles away for this message building a stronger you, a more resilient you, building your physical. So pension. that's what my, my stepmom was like, <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, she was like, I'm, I'm no feeling I'm looking better. I'm like, That's because you've got the principle of go to the gym will only make you feel better. But I'm like, Look better, you mean? I look better. Oh. I say that's the only principle that you've got with the scales, you've got with lifting weights, you've got with the gym. And going to any any type of fitness you've got is the one thing that happens is you lose weight. Mm-hmm. Back look, you're squatting close to full depth squats and you were doing maybe quarter squats. If that. Right? With, uh, if that with 30 kilo now, without the pads under our, our feet. Right? And I went, you're deadlifting 45 kilo quite comfortably. Aye. I said you're carrying 15 kilo in each hand comfortably. I said your strength is blew up. I was like, so you gained this bit of muscle. And my dad was like, ah, you've got, you've, you've changed shape because they're like, thunder, no that kind of people. Like, see, if, like I was like, I fucking got biceps, man. But yeah. they like that. And I was like, look, you've gained all this. And I says, and your walking's easier, and this is easier, and that's easier. And she's like, I know, but I want to feel better. I'm like, I but. You will, you will look better one day, but it's not that long in it. Mm-hmm. But I says, you feel better. And that's the biggest thing. And if you feel better, you can keep going. And it's like, everybody's in that, I need to look better first. No, mm-hmm. no, no. If you feel better first, and then you slowly get in it, you will look better in time. Yeah. And if you just go, take your time, man, you will look way better than you ever, ever could have if you just take your time. Aye. And it was trying to like, Some, so try so to explain that to her at the weekend. So it was all, it was all women that were like, oh, so it was older women that were like, oh, can you train us? Mm-hmm. But see, the husbands of these women, like years and years of marriage, like they were ruthless. So like, can you whip her into shape? I'm like, you should be getting a slap right now. No, I can't even, I, <laughs> that's, that's how they talk to each other. <laughs> like, my dad. Fix, my dad. That, fix that flabby belly. Aye, that's how do. I'm like, somebody's gonna get killed, man. No, but like my, uh, like my dad took his uh, stuff into his shorts and make him look like a right old man, like a genuine old man. <laughs> and then they'll slag each other for it and like, your wee belly's hanging out and all that. <laughs> right, imagine you said that to Jillian or something. Who are you talking to? You know what I mean? That's hurt my feelings, but they're just like, that's what they were saying the other day when you get a mare in a relationship. You probably get a wee bit too comfortable to say that to each other. Nah, no, I think, especially an older generation, like, they're not, I don't know, I don't think there's, there'll be some, but. I think a vast majority of money is self-aware to like know how you're speaking to your, ah, yes, your partner. Um, so ironically, one of the women is the, so I phoned ah, you yesterday, so one of the women that was asking us, she's the director of Slimming World, and man, Matt, I was like, I actually had to see if I had a few drinks in me, man, I don't know how that would have ended up, but I was like, oh, right, okay, and I was like, also I've touted Slimming World. Mm-hmm. Now, Slimming World is, is that the sins? Mm-hmm. Was that Weight Watchers? Slimming World is the Sins. Slimming World is the Sins. Mm-hmm. Right, interesting. So this was, I think it's one of the directors. Slimming World, uh, Weight, or the di- Weight Watchers is like mainly the food brand in that. Slimming World is the actual what people put together. 
There is Weight Watcher clubs, but there's the Slimming World that is the big one. Is it is it two pounds a month? Because Sam says his mum goes to it. I don't know. It's no. It's no. I don't think it was that cheap. It, but but it doesn't it, mate? It's just a fucking. There's nothing more to it apart from you go, you weigh in, and everybody talks. So, so ironically, so I, I didn't say a single thing. I wasn't like I wasn't going to say to this woman who's has been her career for like 15, 20 years. So she's a director. I've travelled all over the country, and then she stepped down, and she's going to like a, she's going to look after the region. So Airdrie's going to be our region. And she was like, oh, I'll, I'll promote some of your stuff because obviously, <laughs> like, Slimming World only um, takes care of like one part of it. Mm-hmm. Aye, so I wasn't going to say a woman who. 50, I think she, aye, 15 years, 20 years of her career. She's climbed up to this director level of Slimming World. What did they get paid, do you think? I don't know. But a, director, a director's pretty well paid, I would imagine. Her husband looked quite sharp and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, aye, so in, anyway, I didn't, I didn't get into her career and stuff like that, but she was like, I'm, I'm taking a step down because I think at that level you're all over the place, pretty yeah. much live out of a suitcase. And... She says she, one of her areas is Airdrie, because she was like, where are you based, Airdrie? And she was like, I can't promote your stuff too heavily, because I can't be seen biased, because they'll be, obviously, they need to look after. Oh, P- it's their, it's their, no, they're PTs, but I don't think they have PTs. Aye, they have, I can't even remember what they're called. So this, so, and this is what kind of checked me, because in the past, if somebody was at the party and they were speaking about Slimming World, I could have constantly said, here's why, here's why I don't think that's a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Because somebody was in it, I was like, I actually don't know too much about everything about it. So she could easily have like challenged me, and I was like, "This isn't the place to like challenge that." But she was looking for for someday, someday to train us. So I might follow up. Might be, might be an interesting client to take on. And but the thing is, we, we some the people who do it, they have good intentions. The, inten- every, every, the intentions, every, every, are, the intentions are fantastic. Every everyone getting into health and fitness always the has inten- good intentions. The intentions are, but the intentions are to help everybody else. Aye, but I can tell you firsthand because I've got a couple of clients in. One of my clients had a, a real emotional breakdown last week, like actually broke down in front of me because she stepped in the scales. It's the lightest weight she's ever been, mm-hmm. but it's taking her three weeks to lose half a pound, right? And she was distraught. She's like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. But she's done years of slimming world, years of fucking Weight Watchers. She's done every diet under the sun. This is what I was trying to say. Like her relationship with the scales are going on the, the weight every single week and now you're in a big group of people. Yay, well done, you've lost weight. That's too that's, too, that's more, that's more, um, dangerous than yeah. fucking anything else. I feel. I feel like it's not. Got, it's not a positive knock-on effect mm-hmm. because what it's it's all about cutting calories and losing weight. Cutting calories, losing weight. Cutting calories, losing weight. And before you know it, these people are eating like hamsters, and they're like, "Why the fuck am I not losing weight? I've only 800, 800 calories last so, week." So this is. I just forgot how it broke up because I was like to my stepmom, I said, "We're going to go up hundred calories every two weeks." And she's like, putting up my weight, like, I want to lose weight. No, putting up my calories, I want to lose weight. What brought up? What do you mean? That's what, that's what the main conversation was. All right, the main right. conversation right now is, I need to get you up to a certain amount of calories to bring you down. Mm-hmm. I said, but calls you're older, I'm going to take a, it's going to take you a bit longer to get there. Mm-hmm. So I said, we're probably going to take eight weeks of building your calories up. So she said, 1,800 now, I want to get to like 2,200. So I want to go over 100 calories every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's what I said to her. I said, it's got to be hard, but I want to make mostly protein as well. So I said, see the protein yogurts, have half a protein yogurt this week extra, and then two weeks later have the other half, and then you're eating two protein yogurts, that's all you need to do. So I want you to eat what you're eating, and then eat that. And she's like, but I want to lose weight. And I was like, but I've, I've explained to you how it works, but obviously because she's done slim and that as well many, many, many times, that I, the only thing that they understand is to lose weight is you need to eat less than what you're eating right now. That's all they understand. They don't understand anything else. It's just whatever I'm eating, eat less. That is it. 
That's yeah. how you lose weight. That is how you lose weight. But that's how you lose muscle. That's how these people and Weight Watchers, if there's no following a strength training program, they'll never look good. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. That's not like, oh, you'll never fucking look good. It's you just genuinely won't look good because muscle makes a physique look good. Muscle all around the body is how somebody looks physically in shape. You go, they look fit. Mm-hmm. No, they don't look fit. They strength train and they eat well. That's the difference. I said to look, you're not going to gain weight by eating 100 extra calories every two weeks. There will be a point where you will, and that's where we're going to cut it down. But I says, if we cut you down right now, you've got to be about 1,300 calories. And look, you and my dad like walking. You are pretty active outside your work. Ah, you sit in your, you sit in your bum at work. That's what you do. That's your job. But the rest of the time, you've got to walk every day. You've got to walk every single day. Mm. That's quite a lot. That's more than most people. So you, could, you have the ability to eat more than most women your age, because most women your age will not even be doing that. Plus, you cut me twice a week. Plus, you're going to be training yourself, hopefully once a week. Yeah. So that's that little bit of extra movement. So I says, and I was trying to get that into look, it's no about eating less all the time. It's about fixing yourself and then losing weight. Yeah. So I we'll see how this goes. We, we might actually reach out to him and find out, but it's hard because I feel Slimming World is a business at the end of the day, so it'll be to promote and they're obviously onto something to make it simple, but I don't know, it's not long-term wise. I don't know how many people would have long-term success with it. Could be wrong, could be wrong if you know somebody and you're listening to this and they've got long-term success with it. Please By all know. means, challenges, but I, I, I don't know, I see too much of the fallout from the people that are trying. I would, people with severe, in a gym and se- like severe eating, eating disorders come from some world. Aye, definitely. Right, overrated, underrated for you. This one, weighted vest. Right. Go for it. What you think? Eh, something I've not really thought of because it's not really something I would add into my plan. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about though? Aye. Like the 15 kilo vest people put on and they run the treadmill. Aye. What do you think of that? I think if you are running up, what's it? It's adding resistance, isn't it? So I'd probably say underrated. Think so? It's, for it's, the people that end up doing it. Who, who really does it though? Idiots. That's <laughs> <laughs> my take on it. So my taking that unless you're working, if you're like trying to see like the fitness test that the police and the army and all that do, where you have to put a rucksack on and that, mm-hmm. that's where I see it's having its value. But see the guys that the like fitness guys that will put it on, and then they put it on, and then I see them like for Instagram, I, if for running in that, like at the end, I don't know, I don't like okay, you make that bout harder, but what are you doing? You're doing cardio, right? So cardio being harder. What is it doing? Like, what is your desired outcome of that? You know what I mean? Like, what? Why me? Why do you know? Just put the incline up. Why do you know? Like, why put a weighted vest on? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. A cool dude mood type of thing. I, I think it's, I think it's overrated. But it must help with overall aerobic performance, though. How do you know what I mean? Because if you can run ten miles with a fifteen kilo weighted vest, I think how easy the ten miles would be without it. I think that's the 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 goal with that. Hmm. But I think it needs to be programmed pretty perfectly for that to work. Aye, but or you're just you know fine well these people that are doing Aye, they're just no doing the program. They're just doing it. Now, the army and all that sort of stuff, like you need to be accustomed to Aye, having, having a weight, lot on. Of weight on you. But there's a reason why a specificity. No, but there's like you look at any cartoon or anime, right? I know you don't watch it, but they're like, <laughs> oh, fucking have this weighted training this high into like Dragon Ball Z, for example, training this like high gravity, so the gravity's pulling them down, the training it, they come out to normal gravity and they're like super, super fast. Mm-hmm. It's never going to work like that. Aye. Like, yes, you if you can run a 5K with a weighted vest on, 
running a 5k and theoretically without a weighted vest should feel easier but I think there's a risk of hurting your joints then because it's like the power isn't it Mm -hmm. it's like if you 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 know how to throw a punch like if you just threw your arm as fast as you can you're going to fucking hurt your arm you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so there's there's a limit where the like risk to injury in it and I think that's some things that people don't seem to think like I would never do it same, same. So, but this is the, and this is why I'm saying it's overrated because people will go on that option, putting a weighted vest on. See it in gym twenty four. Remember, I used to see that like mm. just like an overweight guy, and he's on the treadmill, and he's aye, like, aye. "Right, I'm doing my twenty minutes. Twenty minutes is probably feeling easy." But he's probably. I bet you. I guarantee he hasn't. He's probably went right. I need to lose weight as fast Sorry, as I possibly me, can. Aye, they, they, so I'm okay. going to make this even harder on myself and aye. put a weighted vest on and fuck myself up even more. Because it's all about fuck myself up. And that's what I don't like about it. Yes, there might be, maybe take that back, there maybe is arguments to say that oh, there's arguments training, for it, training with a weighted vest will make your training for your marathon or whatever it is that you're doing that much easier. But the aye. people that are using it in a gym and the people, the most people that are using it have skipped about 15 steps before actually... Aye. Like progressing onto it, it's like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna run with a weighted vest today, and it's like have you ran a five k before that? No, <laughs> right. So would you would you mean no? <laughs> I, like, I think running is just one. We spoke about it was the last time we spoke about mm-hmm. it as well. It's just so so over overdone, man. People just take the piss at running. I think hi. Do you I, know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Like it feels good. It definitely does. Like having the ability to, to run. We should all have. I actually it. seen. I was just 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 before we started the last video I watched. I, I can't remember the exact percentage, but over the age of thirty, a massive percentage, like ninety percent of people, will never sprint again. I, I they will I, never sprint again I after would, the age I would, of thirty. I would make a bet that that number would be even lower. It'll be people after school. Aye. After you leave high school, once you never sprint again. Is it your equation? Your routine. I remember when I first started back at the gym last year, right? Eh, no, last year, 2021. And I had a conditioning day. And I, I read up... That what the fuck are you doing with a conditioning day? I don't know, right? But I had a conditioning day, and it was just simply just to get fitter. I just wanted to be an all-round... Like, when I went back to the gym, I was like, I'm just going to smash it. Do you know what I mean? I've got this time. I'm use it to learn, right? So one of the things I had in the gym was sprints. No, on the treadmill, just a sprint in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not that guy, were you? No, you weren't running through the cable machine up behind the treadmill. So an exercise like for less, there was actually a space where I could run what I want. No, up that track. No chance. No, 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 no. The, no, the turf in the middle? No, no, down the stair. So, down the stair? I know. But oh, in the boxing bit? See, the boxing bit was in the area anymore. They took it away because it was meant to be got to JIDs. Right. And JIDs didn't have that stuff, so they didn't want it there. Right. So they took that out. So there was space there to run, and nobody was really there. <laughs> you were doing the bleak test. <laughs> I, was doing, I, I was doing sprints, and I can't even mind what else I was doing. But I was just doing things that would help my explosiveness more than fitness. Mm. It did. I, I actually think it did help, but fuck, man, it's hard. I think. Um, but by. I, I, was, I, I was getting fast. Not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fast as fuck, boy. Fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> uh, no, sprinting for sure. Like running in, like running in general, I'd, I think there's an element that yes, it's overrated, like we said last time. But a lot of people need to start to learn that skill for for sure. Right. Running and jumping, like jumping, is another one. Like I remember saying to some of my guys, like jump, and I'm like what? And I was like, <laughs> oh, come on, I want to see you jump. And they're like, I've no, I've not jumped in ages, and you could tell just the brain cognitive cognitive. 
cognitive function or whatever Aye. you want to call it was just so challenging for Aye. them to, to be able to do that so, so having that skill like you take a step off a curb and you miss it or like you that's how you roll your fucking ankles and things like that it is so I, that is another even though we've not even talked about it but I've actually at see bird dogs I'm adding it the amount of everybody's workout for the Good. cognitive function yeah just being like move your opposite arm and your opposite leg at the same I, time start that, that's everybody's got to do that to start the workout every single time for the cognitive function because you see people and they can jump and you're like right we need to start before that then we need to, before the workout we need to get that brain turned on because mm-hmm. uh, they can't jump man no I know but th- that, that's why like lifting weights and being able to squeeze a muscle part Aye, like that's why that's specifically why that's there's so much value in that's why I love bodybuilding to be honest because it's the it's the high reps it's about the it's about the pump and it's about making a lighter weight work for you and all that sort of stuff it's where cables and machines absolutely have their value over a compound movement because it's hard to like squeeze one element when all your body's working at one time you know like one of the biggest things that my mates will say to me I was doing this weight for this I'm like but does it really matter what weight you've done Mm -hmm. if you've done that before but he's like but I've done this before I'm like it gets to a point, like I'm slowly seeing it doesn't really matter as long as you've got a hard set and you're making that muscle work <coughs> then it doesn't matter and people growth, say growth to everybody's going to be different aye but like people are still so focused on the weight and you're like look see if you move that weight well mm-hmm. you move it properly and you move the muscle and you're moving your elbows the way they should and your body's working why and you build bigger muscle until you'll be so much stronger aye. in the movement and you won't just be bigger muscles you'll be stronger aye, which is the main thing what I've got we train people it's to be strong mm-hmm. it's not just to be big on the on the purpose of cardio like what's his name uh, Eugene Tile Tile he was on he was on Mind Pump a couple of months ago and one of his short clips that came out of that it kind of makes a lot of sense. Like, you have two versions of you, and you have one version of you that has a higher output of endurance. That version of you probably will build more muscle in your sets because Wait. what gases you at? Like in those head ah, you're breathing. Ten, ten deadlifts. You're breathing. Your, it's your capacity and ah, your, your gas tank. Wait, so. See my dad. See his maximum heart rate in his workouts. No matter how hard he tries, it's about 120. <laughs> it's like, so weird. Yeah, this it's is easy, boy. Me, he's 60, but it's so strange. Mm-hmm. Like, my stepmoms was 167. <laughs> right, then the deadlift. Bicep curls. <laughs> so we're doing our deals. Hers went up to that. And my dad was trying just as hard. I could see in his face. And uh, it only went up to 120. That's a good control of your, your Mate, heart rate. it's insane how, now, how, how much you can keep it. And, that, and that's probably where people will be different. So for him, like he needs to get into that zone to cardio to like mm-hmm. really, really get his um, work on his endurance. So a run for him might actually be prescribed or long sled drives or like there's so many different ways that you, you can he's, actually he's it. always been super fit and I was like this makes sense this shows you the difference in heart rates from someone who doesn't keep fit and someone who does mm-hmm. heart rate is so low he's resting heart rate at like 50 mine so see climbing that hill yesterday because there was some tough bits see that I've started um, Ben Lomond like, mate, 45 minutes is tough and I, then it gets easier we powered through it and Fair play to Sam, he didn't stop once because I, I kept turning and looking at him. You could tell he's like, No, what again? Should, should we just stop for a wee minute here? So I was like, Nah, let's go for it. And then I, I, and I, was, need to, man. I was looking at my heart rate and I was like, I'm only at 140, 144. It kind of stayed the same the whole way. So it kind of gave me a gauge on where that was for me. Um, but I just when you thought about the first time of sprinting, I remember when I was like, You know what? Like, 
what was it? Adamant. When we were younger, like we always targeted with hit training, right? And I was like, fucking hit sprints, like let's Aye. do it. Sprint. The first time I was sprinting, I was like, my legs, what in bits, like all my See, after last cousin and oh, they were they were like they, it gives you some workout. Like see, after that time we done yeah. them on them, I was fucking empty inside, emptying the brain, and my legs the next day they were fucking gouping. Aye. I thought I'd like, I'd just put my calf for about a week. <laughs> like, calf was just the tight. power, man. That you need to properly sprint is actually insane. And that's why there's probably an argument for a good bit of cardio type element and in blended into resistance training. But for most people starting out, they've already exhausted that cardio. So toning that down, getting them used to it, and then slowly building, building up, the, up the steps or a, a low intensity run. Or I, I love sled drives for the, the kind of same cardio feeling. That's that's a good one, Aye. I feel. Right, let's get into today's topic then. So what are we talking about? Well, will we make the announcement now? Oh, you want to go into that? Aye, aye. Aye, because this is Thursday's episode. Be a quick one. So, big announcement, guys. Dale's kicking out. Aye. Right? Sicky shite. So, (laughs) aye. I'm a a leaving Bulletproof Studios. Uh, I'm not leaving the podcast. The podcast will 100% keep going forever. Uh, This is one of the the biggest things that probably I never thought would have taught me so much. But the way I can actually explain things to clients is for one of the reasons, it's because of this podcast. Mm. 100% talking with you, uh, being in here with Dale, has taught me so, so much. Uh, But for me, coming over to here, I didn't have a massive footfall. Quite new to the game, won't lie. But what I've learned is fucking amazing. And I know that, I know my niche now is beginner, beginner lifters. Yeah. That's, who I, that's who I want to teach, you know what I mean? That's who I get the benefit of teaching. Mm-hmm. That's who I see what I know, what I can teach them, and how they can change. Is That's where I, where I want to be. Obviously, I can, you can train other people as well. So I will be going to JD Coat Bridge, so it's on that road. It's good, exciting. Aye. That is exciting. Is my, my sleep's been shocking, mate. <laughs> it's slowly getting back on track. What is it that's keeping you up? I'm just alert, mate. <laughs> I'm just alert. I woke up four times last night, but that was a decent sleep because I slept. I fell back asleep basically every time straight away. Aye. But there's been times the last like I'll be waking up at three in the morning and staying awake to five in the morning and then waking up at six in the morning again. Mm. It's like my sleep has been shocking. It's mm-hmm. getting there. Like I think it's because the excitement of everything because everything's went for fuck man. Don't know what I'm doing. To, I'm doing this. Fuck. I need to get everything ready. <laughs> fuck. 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 <laughs> and slowly but surely everything's like coming together. Aye. But obviously for them to listen. Cause I, I told one of my, I told, I, I've told all my clients now anyway, uh, and even when this comes out, they'll definitely all be told. But I told one of them, and they're like, "Oh, have you and Dale fell out?" <laughs> I was like, "No, no, no." That's no. funny that people say that, isn't it? Aye, aye. They're like, "Fuck, no, he's he's having a fell out, have you?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no." Me, like, I said, Dale's like a brother to me. I said, "Dale is fucking supporting me on this move," and people, but like, ah, that doesn't make any sense. But I think when we we. Like it's for, for the best for me. No, one hundred percent. I think this is actually important to share for any new PTs that that's out there. No. Um, you so it's not that your your business was failing or anything. Like no. you were doing well, but I think I always said like at the start before you came over here, like that putting you in an environment that has a high churn of people coming through mm-hmm. is one of the best moves you can make in a PT. Aye. Albeit Gym 24 has got a pretty good solid member base, but it's still pretty low compared to your pure gyms mm-hmm. and your gym groups and all these sort of things. And I honestly stick by this, that if you're if you're starting out in your PT journey, you should be thrown into one of those environments. I agree. Now, 
one of the best environments or one of the best gyms to go to is definitely a new shiny club. Oh, a new shiny club. And but, like I'd probably say one of the best clubs to go to like that's a chain would be JD aye. because of the the bigger space. There's also more opportunity to speak to people. Mm-hmm. The equipment that gets put in it there as well. There's a lot of versatility. It's not even that. It's not just one squat rack. There's fucking seven aye, op- aye. Aye, seven places that you can actually squat. Aye, definitely. And totally different. That that kind of speaks volumes in terms of what you're doing. So being put into that environment, like it's it's a no-brainer because you then get to churn in and build your um, build your brand. Aye. That's why I moved away from working in my garage gym. To I wanted to work in a club. In hindsight, I wouldn't change anything about my journey because it leads me to where I am today. I'm the same. But in hindsight, I was probably on the tip. On I was like, it probably makes sense for me to go into a pure gym. It makes sense for me to go into a, a, a gym group Aye. because wait, like it, it gives me more confidence because I was able to do well in in gym twenty four, for example. Aye. But moving over to a pure gym where there's three, four, five times the amount of member base Aye. for business. To, to expose myself to a variety of different clients, Aye. that's where your experience is going to come from. Absolutely. So a good thing for you now, like you've got the ex- you've, you've got the experience, yeah, experience so, so I don't need to go in and learn that again. Ah, you're going to come in as a as an expert to, to an extent. And that's you know a, that's how, how it feels this time. Uh, Do you know what I mean? When I first went into gym twenty four, I had to learn spin, I had to learn pump, I had to learn, I had to learn sweat, I had to <laughs> learn how to teach clients. I was doing it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then finally, obviously, I got trainerized. I didn't really know how to use it, and I was just making plans up here, willy willy nilly. Knew everything, everything got the base set up. I didn't know how to do check ins. My check ins were all over the place. I came here, here. Uh, it'll, it'll be good for your branding. Absolutely. And, and weirdly enough, like this isn't like it's no like this isn't because of a fallout or anything. No. Like that. If anything, it's probably a smart strategy on both our behalfs to mm-hmm. grow our brand for from Aye. bulletproof mindset. Aye. So. The studio was, yeah, initially it was a place to create for personal trainers, but I said in a previous podcast, I'm probably moving away from that, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be a content unit to be able to spit out I think when, podcasts, you, get that, when you, you understand that freedom now, being able to do what you want whenever you want, mm-hmm. and obviously I will be harder to start, but it'll come a point where it's like everything's came together for how it's supposed to, because yeah. you have that you have that creativity freedom. Yeah. Having that creativity freedom is something you don't have in like a JD gym. Mm. You don't have that creativity freedom, but there's, you have yeah. the footfall of all these members you can speak to and build rapport with. It's two different. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Two, before, it's two uh, different models, two, isn't it? Aye, two totally so, different models. But you can lean on one of those models to grow your brand. Po- aye, aye, absolutely. Grow your brand for sure. So, aye, what they got about six thousand members or something like mm-hmm. that, so and it's gone twenty four hours. So, so aye, the twenty four hour thing's massive because that'll that'll give me more members. Yeah. You know what I mean? Aye, I'm looking, looking forward to it, looking forward to, because I, I, I enjoy talking to a lot of different people, do you know what I mean, getting getting to know different people, and just teaching different people, and now I can go up to another gym and go, by the way, look, I know you don't, but that, that, that was that. Because you've got confidence. I, that as well, but like, look, even if you don't want to come up with PTVs, I've got a free podcast that you can listen to for fuck all, mm-hmm. and there you go, they're, 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 they, they learn, and they also... We get someone. We get something else. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a win-win for everybody. We do this no, for I a know, reason. I know. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. No, it'll be we good. don't just we don't just talk to each other because we, well, we they enjoy it. But there's also right. people out there who started listening and went, "No, here, look, the information again is beneficial." I mean, I mind I went through some times in the last few months. I've listened to this podcast and went, "Get your ass in here, mate!" <laughs> like, listen to yourself <laughs> and do take your own advice. I and I was like. What man, you actually make some sense on that. <laughs> I was like, so there'll be people uh, if I'm listening to that and it's me talking, and it's not even like king me, it's like if somebody else listening to that, they'll go, Fuck I, I need to, I need to get my arse in gear as well. Mm-hmm. So it's about the it's about building that like uh, just that brand with everybody. Aye. 
building it as a community. I think before we get into today's topic, though, like a strategy that you've done, which kind of leads nicely into what uh, we're talking is, about, which is about is building confidence about and stuff. Um, but how do you grasp, like, you might be listening to this and thinking, how has he managed to go in and get a job? Like, what what is what has he done there? And it's, it's a similar strategy to what I've done before and mm-hmm. what you've done in the past as well. Right. But you need to create your own luck. You need mm-hmm. to, you, you're, you need to, I don't know what the, there's like a phrase that, that people use with it, but you are in the, to an extent, you can rely, is you can't really rely. Man, ah, you're manifesting your, your opportunity, you're manifesting the, the luck that you create and knowing how confident that you are going down into a place to say, look, rather than applying online and kind of emailing the manager, like they're all good strategies, but one of the best strategies is actually speaking to someone to face-to-face. Right. If you're confident in your ability to hold yourself, to have a conversation, to engage, you know these were all good skills that you, that you had. So being able to walk up and go, look, is the manager in? And then, what was it, the duty manager was there? And right. You spoke to him and they were like, oh, he's, he's pretty good. And then I know, actually, I actually told that to one of the RP, I met one of the RPTs, uh, what day is it today? Aye, Saturday. And I was like, I, I just, I walked in and this just says, I'm looking to, I'm looking to, if he's looking for any PTs, and they're like, I just need to apply online. I was like, I'm not applying online because I I know for a fact, and most people are the same, it's like DMing somebody, it's not the same as talking to them. I said, uh-huh. I want to speak to the manager because I, I kind of get across on paper how I'm in person. Hmm. I said, in person, I can get you to know everything about me in 10, 15 minutes and you'll know who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, truthfully, I'm not no lying. That's, that's, you don't need to lie, but on paper it's just like it's, I said this to our PT. I said, "See you as a PT, me as a PT. We can't really write much things different. I train yeah. clients. I'm good with clients. I write clients' plans. It's all the same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to stand out in that. In and that pile of same sheets. with most CVs as well. Most CVs, most good people applying for the same job are then pretty similar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's how you come across when you're in person. Nah, that's good. Are you nervous about anything? Eh, uh, I it's more excitement. Mm-hmm. But it probably is, it's nervous excitement at the same time, you know, going back into a busy environment. Uh, as I said, my sleep has been poorish. It's getting better. It's getting better. I'm getting back on track. I've I've I've, I've got over that initial mega excitement. Mm-hmm. I've got most of the stuff that I've done that I needed to. The only thing I need to do for everything is I need to go and video all the machines up there and yeah. get them rendered and get them uploaded before next Monday when I fully start in there. Aye, good. So that that would be a big job probably. Like, Aye, you probably need a last shift of the day or first shift on a Sunday or something like that I, it does, I won't even care mate I'll just nah. go in because uh, the one thing that they do in for, for PTs is if somebody's in your video and you, I can just say to them look do you mind being in my video because sign this if you're in the back of my video I do aye so if they don't, if they sign that then you can video wherever mm-hmm. obviously I video in there wherever but if I'm using an actual camera people won't want to be in that so yeah. I can just say look here I'm just making this video for my app. I'm not making it for anyway. Don't people see this as my clients? Would you mind being in it? And yeah. then you see if the CI, I can video anything. Good. But that's the confidence as well. Like being able to just video in a big gym like that. It mm-hmm. fucking takes balls, man. No, it does. It does. It does. And we were saying that before. Like a lot of people are quite brass about it. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of ego with it. But then you don't realise that the impact that this can have in somebody that maybe in the background and then they're in turn they're like oh I'm oh, fuck what happens if I wasn't doing that exercise right Aye, they get me on camera and then they're like fuck man I can't go back to that gym Aye. day one hang so I signed up to it and went in to train like the other day there 
this is the first time I've been in a gym, like similar to what you've done in JPs. <laughs> so I signed up online, then obviously they haven't got a front desk or anything that you speak to people. Uh, aye. And I was like, I'll just go in, and I was looking at the front door, like before you walk in. I was like, did I scan this here? Uh, and thankfully, the app's the same as Gym 24. So I, was, I walked up the stairs, right? And I was like, right, cool, all right, these are the barriers. And I scanned it, opened. So I walked in, and I was like, shit. You see the CGI image of what it was meant to look like? Completely different. Is it? Aye, it was completely, because the spin studio was meant to be downstairs. Aye, no, I remember right? that, I remember so that. So you, you went to come upstairs, you meant to go in the barriers downstairs, and I was like, oh shit, this is different. And I was looking about, and then, so the treadmill was there, and I was like, ah, oh my God, it's busy. And I just kept walking, it's so busy, I didn't mate. look lost, and then I went, there's a squat rack, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Walked over to the squat rack, and then just sussed out for there. But the good thing is, you learned how your clients feel again. I know. I That's know. what I learned uh, about the JPs. I was like, I forgot how this feels when <laughs> you go into a gym, you don't know. No, like, now weird. I've been in there a few times, you just walk in with the confidence. You're all, that reminds you, fuck man, this is how everybody feels when they first walk in a the gym. They're like, I don't know what the fuck to do, I don't know where the fuck to go. Treadmill strategy is good. Like that, you over, said. that overwhelming feeling is just like, fuck. Aye. When you're getting in, you're like, just. Because you feel like when you walk through those barriers, you're like, you feel like. Every, no, you just feel like everybody turns their heads and look at you. He's all looking at me. Like, <laughs> I have arrived. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, it, was, it wasn't actually that bad. No, you almost kind of like that. I just kind of sussing some things. I was kind of looking about. I was like, fuck it. That's the first time I've been in a gym. Exactly. Um, but it's kind of good to be pleasant in that as well because a couple of people were kind of walking by and it was just like head down in that. But I was like, I don't know wasn't he like sitting there with a big fucking grin on my face but if I made eye contact I was like how you doing mate and Aye. then it's kind of makes it easy which ties nicely into a couple of strategies on how to build confidence Aye. I think a lot of people are confident and I would consider myself as a confident person but there is elements in my day or in my mm. life where you kind of lack a wee bit of confidence and you Always. think what the fuck's happened there Always. so wherever you are in your journey we wanted to touch on how to gain confidence mm. And how do you so, gain true confidence? Not just, oh, he can do this and he can do that. Have confidence in yourself where, you know what, I can, I, I'm doing this because I, I know I can do it. Not just because you're like, I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So why would you say confidence matters? Confidence matters because it gets you what you want in life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you want a new job, if you want a girlfriend, if you want to make new mates, you need to have the confidence to go out and do it all. Mm-hmm. If you want to make money, you need to have the confidence to do it. Aye. Like, from the, aye, it's generally from your well-being to your relationships to your career it's literally everything uh, in your every. life is, has an element of like there's an element of confidence in it aye. Um, so aye, so let, right, let's get into the points then so you want to kick things off let's go let's go so uh, when you just touch on one thing before we go further the biggest people the biggest thing that people do in their life is they regret what they don't do Mm. And that comes for not having the confidence to do it. It doesn't come for, oh, they didn't do it just for the sake. It's mostly because they've never had the confidence to go and do it. Mm-hmm. That's why confidence is so, so important. So, the first thing is, stick to your word. You write out a plan for yourself and you stick to it. You stick mm-hmm. to think, not write non-negotiables for your day and stick to them. Mm-hmm. So I have non-negotiables for my day. I only have five non-negotiables. That's all I have. I don't set out fucking 20 non-negotiables. I have a set plan for the coming months and the more you stick to it, the more confident you get because as soon as you go, I'm going to do this and you do it, you're like, no, I can do it then. I can yeah. do everything else. That if somebody says, right, do this then, I can do it because you, you know that you can do what you set out to do. Yeah, and I think also look at what you're good at. Like, look Absolutely. at your strengths. Like, this is why like the strategy when you're building habits, like put on your habit that you're going to do every day is brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. So you're doing something you do every day, it helps you, and then helps you overcome that, that hurdle. So mm-hmm. don't pick like kind of, if you're thinking non-negotiables, you're like, 
go get to the gym every single day when you've been going to the gym once, for example. Like you're just putting too much stress on yourself. But honestly, look at your strengths. But we'll make a list of strengths and a list of weaknesses. And a lot of people, when they get to the strength column, it's like, your, do you remember your P&Ds in the corporate world? Did you just have anything like that? No. So you know, like you used to have to like review your own performance and, and say what you were good at and it all went into your marking at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Everybody always hates him because we don't like talking about ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's one element that kind of bridging that confidence gap. So when you're looking at your, your lifestyle from a relationship point of view, from a career point of view, from a wellbeing point of view, list things that you're good at mm-hmm. and home in on those skills. Absolutely. Like, I like cannot list it as a skill. And by putting, if you know you're, you're good at those skills, then you can speak confidently about them. Mm-hmm. You can interact confidently about them. It could be you're good at a game, right? Could be, could be like you're good at COD, for example. And ah, you know what? I'm a I'm a good player. I know I'm better than you. <laughs> that guy's going to uplift you a little bit. Aye. So it can be so many it can be so many different things. For me, I know it's speaking about the gym. I'm a personal trainer, so Aye. of why I train people a certain way. And that's not always been there, but that's came through. I don't think it's the next point here, but it comes through experience. So Aye. you need to expose yourself to experience as well. Aye. But I think that's a fantastic point: is knowing your strengths and building on them mm-hmm. and telling everybody these are my strengths. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself. I'm good at this, I'm better at them than this, mm-hmm. but also at the same time going, they're better at me than this, Aye. and I'm no good at this. So Aye. if you know your, your wins, and you know your losses, then you'll be co- the most competent person because you know yourself to how you can move forward. You know, I'm really good at this, I'm going to hone in on this, but I'm also going to work on this because I know I'm really no good at this. Mm-hmm. I think ego, you have to have an ego, Aye. In, in a way. Aye. Um, you don't need to be a dick about it. No. Don't need to be, there, there is a cocky element. Now, you, you, if you know... So I know like if I'm in a gym environment and I've got the chance to speak with some PTs and I've seen how they train and I've kind of watched them for three months, then I should be able to confidently judge like, actually they're better than me mm-hmm. and, at X. Aye. But likewise in the past, there's, there's some PTs I've looked at and I'm like, nah, you know what, I, I would confidently say mm-hmm. the journey that I can give to my clients. That Now that might be cocky, might be ego, but I can confidently speak about that. But I'm also open to challenge on that. Now, rather than saying, oh, I'm better than that person, it's knowing that I am good at this Aye. rather than saying I am better than that person at this. You don't need to bring other people down. Aye. Yes, there's an element that, that you can go, you know what, I, I'm, better I'm, I, I'm better than them. Aye. Teaching a deadlift or, or, or squatting or whatever it is, but rather than think this is where people get, conf- this is where people can be too cocky or have too much ego, rather than looking at what everybody else is doing, look at what you're doing Aye. and just confidently speak about I am good at this. Mm-hmm. I know I'm one of the best at this. I put that in my bio one time, one of Scotland's best PTs, because that, that was an aspiration. Aye. You need to manifest it as well. Aye. So you need to think about what is, so on that strength list, and then you're looking at your weaknesses, and then you kind of make an R column, and you're thinking, what do I want to be good at? What some skills that, that requires a confidence? See, the, the, the confidence comes with both ways. As you said, like, thinking you're better than someone else is not going to make you confident, but always thinking that someone else is better than you is also not going to make you confident. Aye. You know, for a fact that one of the things your client says, like, oh, but everybody else is probably making better progress than me. Ma- many of my clients say that to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you all say the same thing Aye. and you are all smashing it. So, get that out of your head. I mean, one, it doesn't matter what any of my, the rest of my clients are doing. You're smashing it. And Aye. that's why do, why all that you, matters. Why do you deserve their progress? Aye. And I mean, why do you deserve... That like I you've got your own. Aye. Like stay, Aye. look at your own lane. That is it. Aye. It doesn't even matter what MDO is up to because you you've not been through. So you just need to look at yourself and go, what am I good at? What am I bad at? And know it. Yeah. Know it. So the next point you put here was like staying authentic, staying true to your word. Oh, aye. Uh, so you, what was the previous point? Now you said uh, 
I stick to your word. Mm-hmm. So it's also been authentic and true to that, yeah. having integrity behind it. Yeah. Like if I'm trying to think, like what would be a lack of confidence? But if you try to pretend that you're someone else and you're building, you're never going to a be, relationship yeah. and false hope. Oh, you're, that, yeah. That's going to stress you out even more. The confidence is going to, but you, you you can have that false confidence at the start. Like as I was saying, false confidence is coming across confident, mm-hmm. but inside you know you're not. Yeah. You know what kind of person you are. You're like, you I'm you only know. I, the thing. You, you, uh, false confidence is coming across confident, but telling yourself, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm yeah. no good at this, I'm no good at this. And then it'll, it'll, all, it'll all come crumbling down. But if you know that, one, you're good at this, you're good at that, and you're being authentic about it, you're telling people that this is what I like, this is what I don't like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm good at, this is what I'm ba- no, no great at, mm-hmm. and, they, and then this is, <coughs> this is my personality. And I, the, the right people will like you, and the right people won't like you. I'll tell you, so analogy I'll use here is um, to to our own journeys as personal trainers. When you get that first client, and the client comes to you and says, "Oh, my knee's hurting a wee bit," mm-hmm. and if I turn around to that client as a new PT and I'm like, "Oh, I know how to fix that," like I we, we'll do some exercises, I then get stressed out because I'm I'm not being authentic or true. You've, I've told them I know, I, but you don't. But this is like one of the number one rules when it comes to coaching. And this is something I used to tell all my clients, all the people I trained in the corporate world from a fucking systems and that ability. I says, if you've got a customer or a client and you don't know something, own it, right? Mm-hmm. Tell them, I don't own that. I don't own this, but here's what I can do. Mm-hmm. So it's all, that, that's also something to kind of look at. Like, if you're in a situation, try to think, like, situations where maybe somebody's... So for me, if somebody's talking about something I don't know in, in the PT world... That can, that can knock my ego, so I'm like, how the fuck do I not know about that? Aye. No, I could go, aye, aye, I'm pretend, pretending that I know, aye. but then I'm just, that's no, I'm not being authentic to me, aye. I'm not being true to who I am, and then I'm kind of masking. That's not, that's not me, I'm not going to have confidence in that situation. Because I turn around and say, I've actually never heard of that before. Aye. Like, can you tell me a wee bit more? Aye. Like, that is, that's a more confident um, approach to that conversation, whatever it may be. And then also, I'm learning about that. That's been true to yourself. That's been authentic to you mm-hmm. and having integrity. Because anything built on lies, like, it'll come crumbling down. At one point. Like, if I'm telling everybody, I know how to fix your knees, know how to fix your knees, and then I get all these clients with knees, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm stressed out in my box. I don't know what the fuck Aye. I'm doing. And then you, you're a, what is it? You, yeah. oh, it's went out of my head. <laughs> like, I can't remember the phrase, like, bringing your own, I don't know, like, not having the belief in yourself. Remember the other week? Self-esteem? Like, I something something along the lines of self esteem. We stayed it in a in a previous podcast when I was like I was watching a lot of Jason Phelps sort of stuff, and then I was like I feel like I'm not a good coach. I'm not. I feel like I don't know where I am. But I was self self sabotaging. Right. right. So you will self sabotage in a scenario where you have built relationships or clients or whatever it is on a false foundation Aye. because you're just lying like you're lying to yourself Aye. and confidence doesn't come through lying no. like there's a there is an element of faking it until you make it but there's also the other extreme where stop taking the piss Aye, <laughs> as well absolutely absolutely so right. next one is be able to take risks Ooh, now this is this is so valuable this is something that I know most people cry day and like you can say oh you're a PT you've not took many risks but I took risks because I left a job that nobody wanted me to leave they're like, don't leave that. You've got a nice 95. The people I worked for didn't want me to leave. My parents didn't want me to leave. My girlfriend at the time, she was like, I'm not sure she should leave. Mm-hmm. But she was the main supporter. She, she got to a point where she was like, no, like definitely leave. I can see how it's affecting you, blah, 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 blah. And, but my bosses definitely didn't want to leave. My dad didn't. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with your life? I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not doing this. <laughs> Aye. 
but I'm not doing this. Probably wasn't the most calculated, but I said, I know how to make money. I said, I know how to make money. I said, I can go and make money. I said, you do not need to work in a 95 to make money. I said, you can do fucking anything and make money. No. I said, you, I might not make money. Because you proved it, you proved it through your... I, 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 I was like, I might not make a lot of money, you know? Mm. But I said, I will make money. And I'd be like, so risky, so risky, blah, 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 blah. And shit, I hit the fan a few times and I won't lie. And I, definitely a risk. But it's the only reason I'm sat here, going into another gym, with the confidence that I have now, is because I took that, that was the... Like, Alex and Moses says it, the hardest thing he ever done was leaving his job. Mm-hmm. And that is the hardest thing you can do, is leaving your corporate... 95 job even if it's no 95 even if it's like set up with that that is the hardest thing you can do because you are programmed that that is how life works Mm -hmm. you go to a 95 you progress and then you have a comfortable life Mm -hmm. and you might make a lot of money in that job you might not make a lot of money in that job but the whole point is work harder work harder progress and I was like this is it for me Mm -hmm. but I was like fuck knows what to do but I was going to say something so you said shit hit the fan and this is an important thing like if you take a risk and it all goes smooth and swimmingly and you're like, oh cool, that was brilliant. Well done. Like, you're not really learning much for that. No. You learn from the you learn from the moments where shit hits the fan. Aye. That's where you develop new skills and that's also where you build confidence. Aye. Because when shit hits the fan, you're like, man, I'll never make this mistake again. Aye. Like, pff, I'm trying to think, like, I'm trying to think of moments and I actually can't, nothing's actually coming to my mind, but I know there's times where I've done something and I'm like, I'm not doing this again. I'm making sure that this is one of the last times that I'm, I'm, I ever make this mistake Aye. like sometimes you're just like you're, that's how you develop skills that's how you level up as a person so and that brings confidence so what happened to me that I left my job something happened but I was already at the point where I was like ah, I can't do this anymore I was going to leave anyway and uh, a big fault happened I started uh, arguing with my boss I was like fuck it I'm leaving wrote my notice went in next day and then he sat me down like, like calm down like we like, we like you here and uh, my boss spoke to me I was like you know what maybe I did was a wee bit rash and I went down and I thought about it I went I'm glad I fell back in. But I was like, my decision is final. Mm-hmm. I said it's the same decision. And I went in and I made the same I made the same decision. I gave my hand gave my notes in two days later again. I yeah. said, Look, I'm happy that they resolved it, but I still want to leave. I worked for my stepdad, so I, I well, just were you telling that story. I used to work in a like a marble mason and cheap wages, like you're just learning the tricks of the trade. Mm. Now there would have been an opportunity for me to climb through that and do a wee bit of sales and be on the floor and Selling to, cl- selling to customers that were looking for fireplaces, maybe working up to help them with the business side of things and that. But something happened, like I was I was in the wisher shop once and it was my uncle at the time. It was one of the last times I spoke to my uncle. Like my, my step-uncle's my mum and stepdad, they split up. Right. But I kept working for him, I had a good relationship with him. Right. And uh, something happened, he was just always a dick sometimes. He was just like... That's what, I like. That's but, what I like in these shops though. But... I feel like he was a dick, but at the same time, I was also a dick. I was mm. a wee prick. Mm-hmm. So I'm a young guy at this time. And he said, we started arguing about something. And I was like, you know what? So this had happened so much. And I was like, there must be more to life. Mm. Like this is... That's like what I said to myself. Starting, I'm, I'm, I'm busting my ass off. I'm lifting marble fireplaces up three flights of stairs, granite worktops. And I, there was a bit of camaraderie in the workshop and there's a wee bit of banter going back and forth. And I enjoyed that. There's another guy my age. And if without him, I wouldn't have got through that because we had, we had a really good... We were like best of pals in that. And I thought, this is more, more for 40 quid a day. There, there must be more to life. Mm. And you're just, I wasn't conditioned to understand like running your own, like this is my step. I wasn't understanding run your own business. He was, he done the business, everything. done well. Done um, nice house, nice car, and all that sort of stuff. And that really appealed to me. And I was like, I would do something for me. And then and that was something we had an argument. And that was the last straw. And I kind of, I remember walking in the shop, we, we argued. And I was like, fuck this. I was like, I'm done. 
And he's like, what? And I was like, I'm done with this. And I grabbed my stuff. He was like, right, cool, on you go then. I was like, see you later. And that was one of the last times I spoke to him. Uh-huh. And that pushed me and I was like, nah, I need, you. I need you to find something. And this was literally my journey. So I'm I'm going, right, what am I making? And I was like, I don't know what, 200, 220 quid a week, 200 pound a week for 90, half five. And I was like, what else is it there? And I was like, what do call centre people get? And I was like, 21 grand. I was like, 21 grand? Aye. I'm cushy if I get that. Aye. Sky declined. For, like, play for I know, BT. I get, de- I get declined I- this guy, I'm like, who are you? Who are you declined with? You're bastards. So you did that's a proper assessment, it's a pure regimented ah, day. man. I got, I applied for BT, didn't hear anything, and then I, start, I got a job in John, Roo- John Lewis, and I was like, cool, I'm in the call centre, and that was me starting to learn. And that was a different environment, sitting down all day, and I was like, oh, this is, this is quite cushy. And then BT phoned back and was like, oh, you applied for a job a year and a half ago. I'm like, eh, aye, an apprenticeship. So like, you still interested? And I was like, eh, nah, it's all right, I'm quite cushy where I am. And I'm like, it's apprenticeships, like first first year's 13 grand, and then it jumps up to 28. And I was like, if I'll interview for it, absolutely. So I was like, 28K, that's me set for life. But that was me, like, taking risk of going, you know what? What is the driver behind it? For me, it was making money. Like, that was, was what I was interested in. And that allowed me to take risks of going, no, you know what? This job is comfortable. This is good. You're a partner. You get a bonus every year. But I was like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. There's something better. And then Always. when I was in that world, I was like, right, what else is next? So it's something I got down here, but taking risks, but also not being complacent. I think mm-hmm. if you're you're complacent in your life and your relationship and your career and your, your well-being as well, you will never grow. You need you need opportunities to grow, and you only get that by taking risks in those situations. Absolutely. So, for let's talk about what our niche is: the gym, right? So, learning a new skill, doing a deadlift, maybe working with a coach, or Aye. or going to it. It might actually be for you going to a fitness class to get around people mm-hmm. that's 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 similar like minded. So, that for me, I taking risks like sometimes the risk isn't going to work out for you, no. but. You need to all the time. Whatever, like this. Imagine this. Imagine this flops, right? What would that be like? It's a hard one because confidently I can say, no matter what I do, it'll never flop. Aye, and it'll always be learning to but the that's next the, thing. That's true confidence for doing everything else before. Yeah, and that, that's why it's hard to. That's because we've we'll we'll done. You've you done everything we spoke about, though. Yeah, like I knew that was probably going to get up there, and I was ninety percent sure I was going to get that job before we went up. Because mm-hmm. I was like, do you know what? I know how to get it. Yeah. I know how to, I know how to get into a place like that. Mm-hmm. And it's no that it's no, there's no line. I just know if I can go in and be myself, people go, I like this guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is this guy's this guy's good at what he does. Do you know so what I, mean? I I I like to think towards the end of my career in Openreach, I was a confident person. I was like one of the youngest um operations area managers and stuff like that. And I applied for a job, so I was like, this is shit. I was like, this isn't for me. This is like managing a team of engineers all over the bloody country and I was like let me apply I was like there's a job that came up in Glasgow and it was new recruits and all that and I was like that's cushy I could do that with my eyes closed and it was the same sort of salary bracket and I was like you know what I know I can get this job so I went for it spoke to the person that was the hiring manager like you've done all those trades right? aye, aye, aye. and I was like boom right I, I know I can get that job and I interviewed for that and I left the interview and I remember texting John I was like I have, I've got that and the woman got back to me I, uh, a week later and she was like you've not got the job and I was I was like what what do you mean how have I not got that job I could and I, honestly I could have done the job with my ice coast I said like, what the fuck did I do wrong and I was in a wee bit of a downer mm-hmm. but I had to check myself and go like, like take the ego out like what the fuck's happened there like, ah, go yeah. back to go back to logic and principle and I spoke to her I was like look would you mind telling me like what's happening I was like I, I feel like I interviewed well I feel like I've done a good job like what was missing in the interview and she's like you didn't talk anything about your experience 
And I was like, fuck me, I did. I just sat there and I was like, oh, I'm good at what I do. But <laughs> they don't know who I am, so I Aye. never communicated that. Right. And it's kind of nicely on to the next point there, but I was sitting there. And honestly, I text Jelly and I was like, I've got that job. And I remember putting in the group chat with the guys. Over, over I was like, that was overconfident over cocky aye, aye, to aye. an extent two, two, aye, aye. but that clouded my my mind when i was going into that interview i was like they know who i am i'm fucking dale cross they, they, they would have heard of me different side of the business not she, she she came for sky so she only started like two weeks didn't understand the operation so i'm i'm saying all these buzzwords words and the jargon and she's no and i left clue. it now what i then done i was like no i i want that job and she says look i'll have another opportunity to come up in a couple of months you want to apply for it by all means the job came up and i was like I'm gonna fucking smash I've got the this, fuck out of this interview. I've got this. Did it. She gave me the job on the spot in the day, and then I was like, fucking done it. And then see a month later, I was like, nah, I'm not taking it. Like, uh, <laughs> so I never took it out of spite. Like, hear me out. But that kind of put me down. I was like, what's the point? Like, what else do I want to do? And I was like, it's not about fucking career. Like, I'm, I'm not interested in that. It's just another, like, the fact that I could do that job with my eyes closed. It's not going to fill me with purpose. Aye. Like, I'm just literally doing it for something new because I'm bored. Mm. It's like, what doesn't it bore me? And then I was like, ah, oh, PTing would be interesting. And I started PTing a few people and then here I am. But that's interesting. Like, you can be overconfident in oh, some situations. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, I, when, I, when I say I was confident getting up there, I was confident because I went over it everything in my head. Went, what kind of questions do you want to ask? Right, I, like, I know, I know. It's like an interview. It, you plan it like an interview. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Everything's an interview, whether it's a formal interview. doesn't matter if you're sitting down in suit and ties or... Like I was just sitting in this, but at the end of the day, you answer the questions the same way to everybody. Doesn't matter if it's an interviewer or a person you're meeting or you're meeting somebody for the first time. It doesn't matter. You like, uh, we'll just go straight into it. Communication. Communication. Aye. You need to build these communication skills so you can tell people who you are. Yeah. And so you can get the most information out of them. This is why. Who they are. This is why speaking to groups of people is probably one of the, middle, the most frightening things anyone ever thinks about you Aye. talk to like the average person and they'll say no fuck that but Aye. see put your see you expose yourself to that situation where you ask a question in front of a crowd like i'll do it sometimes and i'm like I'm, I, I, I can speak in front of a crowd easy but sometimes i'll find myself some of these events in the last year and i'm like right i'll go ask a question is that i'll come to you next and i'm like cool and then i feel i'm like What's this nervousness aye, building aye, up? Aye. But it's excitement, it's a wee bit of anxiety. Aye, it's like, aye, oh, fuck aye. it, you need, you need to own it. Aye, the communication's key, because that's the scenario where I didn't communicate. I was so confident I didn't actually communicate what was laid out in front of me at mm -hmm. that point. Absolutely. But communication, like, it's a, it's a skill that I don't think I'm actually pretty good at. You don't think you're good at? No, I think I could be far better, but I think that's me over-critiquing myself. Aye. I would say extent. that, that my, my main problem with communication is probably my slang. Uh, like how how I how you spoke how spoke. I say how I say my words, uh, absolutely. But I I think a lot of people, I think I get the kind of clients that I would want because I don't really I wouldn't really take that away too much. Yeah. I try. I think my slang has got a bit better after about me three, but I don't really know. Well, I think if you listen to the first episode, like I found myself and I'm like, why am I speaking like a bam? Because you're getting slowly like. So I'm coming down. You're coming up. Ah, you're coming aye, aye, in aye. the middle. No, but in terms of like, yes, there's an element your tone and the the speech you use, but. Sometimes I do think, like, I want to talk about this. And then I'm like, man, I don't think I've done a good job speaking about that. But that's the beauty of having a podcast, for example. We get the chance to critique our own speech aye, on a certain aye. subject. Aye. And that's 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 valuable. So recording yourself as well has been a great tool. Put myself out there on social media. Aye. Like, that's, that's fucking I hard. think one of the biggest ones for me is, I always remember it, where confidence was built in a gym environment was the first ever class I took. It's sweat class I took. 
Oh man, five women. And I says, how are you all doing? I'm James, only my new PT. He says, how are you all doing? Not a word. I'm like, ah. they know go to say hello. Mm-hmm. Never said a word, right? And I was like, oh, I'll just set everything up. I'll just go through everything. If any of you have any questions, just ask. Not a word. I'm like, ah, what the fuck is actually going on here? I was like, let's start, and we're all going through it. Not a peep the full time. Then they, maybe the last round, they were all like, they were up there hanging, and then they finished, they're like, oh, that was good, no? I was like, <laughs> what the what fuck, the fuck <laughs> happened there? I was like, and it was like, the first time I'd ever, like, in my communication, I'd, obviously, I don't know if I was nervous, I don't know if they could tell I was nervous, I don't I actually couldn't remember, but they didn't say anything back, and I was like, fuck man, what, how would I, so that taught me how to be in a situation where no one replies to you, mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh my god! So that but it allows you to crack banner because you probably have the same situation when you meet somebody to start with, and then you realise oh, uh, oh they're just nervous. Aye. So what I started saying to my clients the very first time when they're walking through their doors, when some of the first new people that we seen, and I was like, oh how you doing? Nice to meet you. I was like, right, scale of one to ten, how nervous are you? Like, I'm fucking shitting it. Cool. Let's get it over. Aye. You don't know me, I don't know you, but after this session, we're going to get to know each other, Aye. and that phew, diffuses the situation. Aye. So things like that, you need to, like. For us, it's like we can talk about it. So many different strategies when it comes to personal training. Let's talk about meeting girls or meeting a, a guy for the first time. That's that's fucking scary. That, that's nerve wracking. Um, how's your confidence when it comes to that? You feel like you're boom boom boom. I feel like you're there. I feel like I'm pretty boom boom boom. You taking it to the boom boom boom, eh? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no. What about in your so? See the thing let's is, talk back five years ago, right? Did you, you say you were never you were no, a confident guy before. No, no. How was the how was your not your love life, but how was like that first time meeting girls and stuff like that? Hi, I'm James. I would say my chat was pretty terrible. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't. I, I, there was so many things going through my head where I couldn't actually get out. I want. Were you the guy like looking at them and going right, right? I'll add them on Instagram. I'll message them on Instagram first. Or would you go up and speak? You, do you want to kiss me? <laughs> can, can, asking your pal. Going so I, I'm a, I'm a big believer in like. Ah, you can DM people absolutely if you know them, and uh, but I'm a big believer. And if it's, if it's a, if you're speaking to her, you got them to speak to her. Doesn't it? You don't need to go and ask her it straight away. Just go and up, up, up and make a conversation, yeah. and then you can see like at this if this lass is even slightly interested. Uh, um, any like same same with MD. If you don't know them, just go and have a conversation with them. See how they fit with you. Do you know what I mean? Are they going to be a friend or whatever? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Like, uh, I'm just saying. But that it. initial conversation is the hardest it's conversation weird. you'll ever aye, it's have. weird. So there's, aye, there's different ways of doing it. Like when I met Jillian, I don't I mean Jillian hadn't met before. Mm-hmm. Like her pal fancied me at school and then, like I was no, I don't know, it was weird, it was weird anyway, but then a couple of years later, so Jillian knew who I was, kind of knew who she was, just Facebook friends. Aye. And I was just like, hey, <laughs> that slid into her DMs. I was that guy. So I was 17, 18 at the time, to be fair. Aye, so aye, I'm aye. I'm no caught. Like, talk about having confidence now. I feel like as you get into your 20s, it'll, be nat- it'll naturally, naturally come to a lot aye. of people aye. only because of the experience. Aye, when I'm 17, 18, aye. I don't have no. ton of experience here. No. I'd name like, hey. man. And we didn't speak about this last time, but it was the whole one like, I'll send a kiss to see if she sends a kiss back. <laughs> and you're like, oh, she sent one kiss. What are you up to? Kiss, kiss. And then two kisses come back, you're like, oh fuck, she likes me. Aye. I said, before you know it, I'm sending ten kisses and I'm counting hers. Oh, she's only sent me nine now. It's so Oh no, the so weird. situation. <laughs> I would say, like, uh, when it, if, I, if, I, if I want something, I'm pretty bold. Where it doesn't matter if it's a last year or a job or something, I, I go for it. Do you but, know what I mean? I've got to go, how how can I get this? Obviously, I, I, there's a chance I get rejected, aye, but how can I get this? And I go, right, I can get it with this. It doesn't matter what it is. 
So like, if I wanted to get that job, I meant, how can I get this? Well, I can go and speak to the manager, and if they like me, then I'll get in there. If I wanted Gym 24, it was to go in and just be myself and tell them about me, and that's what I'd done. I went in straight away, I just emailed them, and then they got, got me up, I said, I can come today. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I can come whenever. I can be there straight away. And uh, like, But through through that purpose, like, you're... You're almost embracing the failure part. Oh, you're aye, not. Aye. You're not scared of like. It's a bit, you're it's not a, being. A, you're not afraid. To, like you. Like because I said. Oh, I'm going shit myself. Aye, but no. But from a from a when I asked you a question, I was like, what happens if you you go in there and you don't got it? You kind of process that, and you were like, I'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. Can't let that hold me back. No, no. And I think a lot of people are like, I'm not gonna go speak to that person because if they but, say no, like like rejection me. is one of the most. It'll crush me. Fucking overwhelming feelings ever. Like, right. see if you've worked in sales, you fucking know about this. See when you like pitch up, well, we've done it. Pitch the problem. Somebody says no, you're like, ah, like that. The, 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 the worst thing is when you pitch your prices and then somebody doesn't just leaves and they never reply to you again. You're like, I would have preferred just a no. <laughs> it's like when you get ghosted. Oh, that, like, you could have just told me you didn't like me. <laughs> no, Do you know what I mean? So. With that said, though, that builds character. Oh, and, aye, aye. and through that process, that will build confidence. Mm -hmm. Because not everyone's going to say yes. Not You know, I always got to get every client, every girl that you go up and speak to, every guy that you go and speak to, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Like, same with your health and fitness goals. You're going to hit, hit a few hurdles. You know, you got to get that meal plan nailed on the first week. It's going right. to be a continuous effort and continually exposing yourself to these opportunities. Absolutely. Right, so what was that? Take risks? Uh, communication Take, skills. Uh, communication, sorry. Right. Next one, obviously, be able to handle rejection. I know we just spoke about that there, but it is massive because you will be rejected in every single thing you do in life. And if you can't handle rejection, you won't do anything because you know you will. You could get there's there's always a chance you can get rejected for anything. Yeah, doesn't matter what it is. And that's why you need to embrace the failure. Cause, uh, you could be because it's easy to get rejected and you go. Fuck, I'm a piece of shit. Aye. I'm this, I'm that. Mm -hmm. But you, you just think, right, cool. Aye. I understand Aye. everybody gets rejected all the time. Mm -hmm. As you say, you could have been the best person for that job and you got rejected. Mm -hmm. If you knew you could have got rejected and you didn't like that, you wouldn't have went for the job. Yeah. And you would never go for what you had to go for. There is always a time when you build up certain, you get to a point where you go, fuck the rejection. Yeah. But you need to be right at the start and go, fuck the rejection. And no, go, bow, 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 and go, right, I'm going to go for it anyway. That situation when I got rejected for the job, I was, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed because I was so confident that mm -hmm. I had it. You need and to be humble though. I know, no, you that, you need that, to be that's humbled. what I was going to say there. You're like, that humbled, so I was like, man, but what that allowed me to do is see every interview that I go into now. So much better. I'm, I know I'm going, I was getting so overwhelmed, like, oh, they're asking a question about this, let me let me speak what I think they want here, rather than just going, let me be Answer confident the question. in who I am, I, let me actually be who I am in, in the situation I'm in. Um, I was going to say something on that there. My head's away about the day. Is it? Aye. I, I don't know, I think just in. 20 odd thousand steps yesterday is like fried my nut. It'll come back to me. I think it was on the, was it on the rejection side of things? Nah, come back who, to who, me. Who knows what he's trying to talk about. I've got too much coffee. So the next one system. is strength training. Like, Definitely. Lift fucking weights, man. Resistance. Like, my some of the clients you'll get and they'll be like, I'm so underconfident. Three months later when they're better at lifting, you're like, I'm doing this and work, I'm doing that and work, I'm telling people no, and I'm like, it's just this. It's just this. Mm -hmm. It's just you're getting better at this. The hormones it gives you, the strength it gives you, the the, the purpose, the extra uh, the extra purpose and empowerment that lifting weights will give you that nothing else can because it's hard. It's no easy. Well, let's be honest. Like we're saying, like go up and speak to someone and, and look for a no. Get rejected. Put yourself in these situations. Most people, you're not going to do that, right? But what can you do? You can walk into a gym, you can try and lift a weight, mm -hmm. and then you can't do it, or you, you can do ten reps of it, and then the next week you're doing twelve. And then before you know it, you're putting the weight up. 
and you're these micro these little um, small adversities that you're creating. That was the word I was looking for. Adversity. You need to expose yourself to adverse like adversity. Aye. You need to be exposed to tough situations. Aye. Because in the gym, these little small micro adversities are all oh, my muscles are sore. You know what? I'm going to get out of my bed and I'm going to get my steps in because that's that's important to me and that's important to my health. And like before, you know what? They're stacked, and then you, you don't even realise it, but you start you find yourself like, I actually feel. Why do I feel better? And if I feel better, why am I? Why am I speaking better? Why? I'm actually not afraid of going into this meeting or whatever it is. Because you feel good about yourself. You look in the mirror and you see, oh, I'm, I'm better. Speaking in front of like bosses, bosses and stuff like that is usually one that everybody's a wee bit fearful of. Aye, aye. And there was a quote that I, someone said to me once, or I was was it Gary Vee or something like that. He's like, everybody puts their pants on the same way. And I was like, that's true. <laughs> One leg at a time. Aye. They're just a, they're just another just guy. Stand just another woman. Like it's just a, a person. They've mm-hmm. got they've got their own life. So you think, oh they're like this big snobby and ah, that. Yeah, like aye. you drink at the weekends just like everybody else drinks. You, you exactly have a time in the office, you've got a family. Exactly. And like, they don't okay, live they don't live any differently. They just aye. they make aye, they might make a bit be a bit more money. They still have anxiety. Depression. Aye. Do you know what I mean? They still have and all these bad feelings and good so, feelings. Like, and I don't know why that was the one that checked. Like, is uh, before? Like, I was like, I and uh, this is the, the the update for this, and I'm like, I'm waffling here, and then I'm telling myself I'm waffling, and I'm like, this conversation has went to shit, and then that that pivoted. Do it you know what my confidence fame? I went in a gym, and you're like you and Jay, and I went, I don't give a fuck if they're bigger than me and stronger than me. It, it genuinely. Like, doesn't phase me, and it's not in my eyes that I'm the same size as she's, but in my eyes, she's only different to me. Because I go, if, but if I looked in my, in a different way and went. Is like, she constantly comparing your fuck? Aye, aye, if I, if I looked and went, oh, these guys are bigger than me, man, they, they must know me. I go, no, like, it's not, even, it's not even the fact that you don't know me, it's just the fact that I go, I am fucking good at what I do, and it, that, that is what matters. So if you can go into a, a room and you can understand that your boss is just a standard person and you can speak to him like he's a normal person and I can speak to you like a normal person and I can yeah. speak to Jay like he's a normal person. Hi. Makes the conversation better as Aye, well. Aye, exactly. It's not worse, you know, when you're speaking to somebody and they're dead nervous. Aye. And you're like, ah, oh, this is... So I, I, used to, to feel I, I used to be... I used to work with a guy who'd been in the jail. I won't say what for. But I really used to speak to him like they were scared of him and I was this wee guy when I... I, I was weird and I'm on the room, maybe about 72 kilo and uh, I always just say to him, Mate, you're a fucking prick. <laughs> and I used to call him my, my little bitch. This guy's a, a fuck. It was it was he's a, a fucking animal. <laughs> but he used to he used to always go. I fucking I, I love how you are with me because every a lot of people would be oh tiptoeing about me and go oh big man big right. man and all that right. And he didn't like that. He hated it because mm-hmm. he was like I don't want to be treated like this this guy that everybody thinks I'm. He's he's a normal person. I had a guy. Who's you know what I mean? Uh, no, you're right. Because I think someone specially like that. Because there was a guy in, that used to come into gym twenty four, and he'd been in and out of the jail. Right? I didn't know this, but you know me. I speak to anyone. So I'm, I'm making a protein shake one time, and I'm just asking well, how how's things. Oh, I'm doing this, and I was like, oh good. How long have you done that? Oh, I've just came out come out of jail, and thankfully they've given us a job. And I was just like, oh, what were you in for? Like, and he's like. Oh, I was in for it. You could tell he wanted to tell me about it. Ah, he's aye. like, oh, wasn't he? Wasn't he my? I was like, whatever it is, is the fucking story was. Um, I was like, oh, how was that? And he's like, fucking shite, man. It was the wake up call I needed. Aye. And I was like, cool, man, right, enjoy your day. But I knew he was like, nobody's ever took it because somebody hears that phrase and they're like, 
oh fuck alright nice nice now yeah, and you can tell that just creates awkward tension oh. I put heed first into that awkward tension I was like fucking well hell, I no. put awkward tension but I didn't even mean it but do you know what when I look back I went the awkward tension started the relationship in that way so he was sat across from me and I know he just got out but I'd forgot all about it and it was just me and him in the room and obviously everybody's like fucking he's just out of jail blah 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 and you do initially think he's a different kind of person mm. and this is what taught me everybody's the same this, this was the initial everybody is the same sitting across from I said, so what did you do for this, mate? <laughs> you, he, like, you say that, you're like, oh, fuck, that wasn't the right question. And he sat there like, just at the jail, mate. And he's like, oh, I was like, oh, I saw you. And then we started laughing about it, uh-huh. and then we started speaking about it, and then I asked him about it, he was, he, was, he, was, he was speaking to him about it. And I was like, that's mad, man. And he's like, so how, like, and he, then like, he would tell me things all the time about it, like, talking to me, and like, because that was his life. Like, no matter what his life is, he's still a person who wants to speak about it. And then I was like, he is no different to me. Like he, like, I, 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 this was the what I was used to say to people. I know this guy, and he is no different. Like everybody goes, oh, people being in the jail, big bosses, people are making money. They're so different, but they aren't. Just I, they might have done something that got them there that other people wouldn't do. But at the end of the day, that he's just a human being who's want, who's want to be treated like everybody else. Psychologically different, but that's I, what it comes down to. And I, that was that was the thing about being everybody's the same. But that means I'm the same as them, and they're the same as me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean they're just the same as me. I'm the same as them. Yeah. So why should I not have the confidence? Yeah. About anybody. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. So we brushed over this one. Being able to say no, and I want to talk about ah, this yeah, because yeah, being able to say no is so powerful. Aye. And you you might think, what? How? How does so that? I'm no fantastic. I tell you, tell you when it comes to drinking. Like ah, yeah, true. Years and years, like social occasions, is like you see, people are always like, "Oh, just have a drink, come on, just have a like." Like I had it in my my dad's other week there. Say, "No, what? What drink?" I said, "No, I'm driving." So oh, you can have a beer. I said, "No." I was like, "No, come on." I said, "I don't want to. Like, I don't want it." Aye. And that was me standing by my own integrity and my own thing. I just didn't want to do it. Now, what a lot of people do in that situation is, and I've done it in the past as well. Oh no, I can't. I can't. I'm driving tomorrow. And I start making all these excuses. And yes, the excuses are an element there, but I just didn't want to, rather than just standing by ground and like, no, because that holds your, that, that gives you the confidence of, of drawing a line in the sand. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Aye. Like, I, I don't fancy doing that. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, like, people are like, oh, come on, come on, like, why not? Aye, Same aye. when it comes to fast food or going out with friends or going to something that you, you really don't want to go to. Like, being able to say no gives you that, that empowerment. Aye. It gives you that, the confidence to, to go, you know what? Actually, then it wasn't as bad. But if you're constantly like somebody's asking you, something's like, oh, aye, aye, yes, I can't, yes, 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 yes. it's saying yes to it, and then you're fucking hating yourself the next day or whatever. But rather than just like even making excuses, oh no, I can't, I need to do that. And then you're lying about it, and you're like, oh, I can't post on social media in case they, they I've told yeah. them that I wasn't well and stuff. Oh, like like, yeah, you did all done it. Time. We have all yeah, done yeah. it. I'm but, not going to post because I've told them I'm doing I, something else. But I'm at this stage now in my life where I'm like, you know what? I don't. I don't care, like, Aye. I'm saying no, like, I don't quite fancy it, Aye. for whatever reason, or like, like, it could be anything, but there's so, so much power to say no, and I can't, and see when it comes to health and fitness, and it comes to the diet side of things, a lot of people will say, I can't do that, and it's like, no, 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 you don't, if you want to do it, do it, Aye. don't say you can't, okay. don't say you can't because you're working with a trainer, Aye. if you want to do it in that situation, do it, but you also tell me you're trying to get health and fitness health and fitness health and fitness aye, aye. what's more what's more important to you there in those in that scenario I know like because if it is the, the friendship and the night out and the relationship cool go for go it for aye. but if it's not then say no aye. say you aye. don't want to aye. and if this is where like changing the circle and having the people around you 
if the people are encouraging you and like, no, come on, or stop being a shite bag, or you're a loser, look at you, or whatever, like, you need to change your circle. Aye. You need to change your circle. My mates that. have got ruined it, but the fact I don't really drink anymore. Aye. It took a while. <laughs> but they've got, they've kind of got it, they're like, they understand. I mean, they're probably not 100% happy all the time, but they get it. Aye. Do you know what I mean? It's one of the hardest things for people to get that people don't want to drink. It'll be, it's weird, isn't it? Because I'm going to Prague in July with all my mates, right? I was saying to Sam, I was like, I'm not going to take the arse of that. Aye. I'll tell you why, because every time we've drank in the past, I don't remember half the night. Aye. I fucking hate that feeling. I hate and it. And then waking up the I never next really day. Get, I never really get that feeling. I always remember everything. That's the problem. No, but when you black out, Aye. black out, black out, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm drinking, I'm like, right, this. And I know I, I've started to recognise what the signal is. So I'm not saying I'm not going, not going to have a few drinks. I'm going to have a few drinks, kind of let my hair down, relax a wee bit. But I can always tell them, like, right, that should actually be my last drink there. Mm-hmm. But I'll have another 10 drinks, and I fucking hate myself for it. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's not going to instill, like, I'm going to, I don't drink a lot of, like, a lot of weekends. If any, if many weekends at all. It's like very, very small occasions, and or a, sm- a small handful of occasions, should I say. Yeah. But if you're doing that every weekend, I can only imagine the self-doubt that, that you're having yourself. I would say when I said I ate drinking recently, that it brought me self-doubt that I just can't be disciplined mm-hmm. to just know. Because I can go into environments and still be buzzing at my nut and still have a good time without a drink. Yeah. And I go, I could have been in here and they bother without a drink. Yeah. I don't think drink, drink doesn't even make me feel that much different. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. See, people say they get this confidence to drink. I don't need this confidence to drink. I genuinely, I genuinely don't. Yeah. Like, I have that confidence anyway. Don't get me wrong. I would say the one thing, I maybe take half an hour to get into it. But as soon as I'm in an environment and I get I get comfortable in the environment, it takes me a bit longer to get comfortable. That's the one thing I would say. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I'm comfortable, I'm just the same person. Because yeah. what I do is, like, it's like I'm scoping in the environment, getting, as you say, we're going to a new gym, getting it. And then once you're comfortable, you can be the same you anyway. Yeah. So drink just gives you that initial. Buzz. But for me, I just feel the exact same, but at groggy, hungover way. I don't like feeling that. Nah, it's not worth it. Not worth it. So last point here then, self-discipline. Self-discipline. How are you? What steps are you doing to kind of build on self-discipline? So my non-negotiables every day. Uh, just cold showers, as always, and just training. Yeah. So my non-negotiables are just shave it every day. So I shave at night, usually, because I can't bother shaving in the morning. Uh, eat my food that I've prepared. So I do that every day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the KFC the weekend, but as we spoke about, you're allowed to go off, and I regret it because I didn't. I felt shy after it. Uh, but, you, but this is why you need to expose yourself to these situations. Aye, good. I think you get get that wee injection of shit food. And you're like, and it's only been it's two, not actually worth it. It's only been two weeks since I've been back, and I feel bigger. But I think it's just because I've been eating consistently, so I've got to eat my carbs in my system consistently. Yeah. Uh, keep my house clean, and tidy, mm-hmm. and focus on career. How's that going? This is I. It's fine. <laughs> you sure? Aye, aye, aye. Is it? Aye, aye. <laughs> aye, no, I keep my... We've done the spring clean, so it's fine. And then, what's the other one? Obviously, focus on career. That's my main one, you know. And then... My other one is... I can't even remember. But it's all wrote down. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been sticking to it every day. So I'm feeling that wee bit better. I think self-discipline for anyone listening, it's going to be different from person to person. Everybody's got different things that they work on. But what you've done there, you've kind of written it down and that's actually quite quite a powerful strategy of writing down, right, what is your daily and weekly goals? Like, what is it you're looking to do? Cause well, it's, it's, it's in my kitchen on a big whiteboard and I'm just like, right, where's this gone? I'm like, it's fucking sitting right there. <laughs> I need to see that every day. I need to remember why I'm, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I go, oh, I'm going to no do that. <laughs> But then I have to do it. Aye, it's thing is so that it's your non-negotiables. 
and you're working on that self-discipline, you're you're this is why resistance training is good because there's a there's a reward back from it mm-hmm. of the effort that you put in. Aye. You might write down brushing your teeth, creating those habits and really the discipline comes down to what we said in a previous podcast and it's when you when you say you're gonna do something and you can't be arsed doing it, but you do it anyway, Aye. that's you working on that skill of discipline. Aye. So don't overshoot it, make it realistic. Aye. Make it something that you're not doing. It could be learning a new skill. But also be patient with it. I think if you're not patient with it, you go, ah, oh, fucked it. And you're three days in. Like, you know what I mean? Give yourself <laughs> yeah, a little bit longer. Exactly. It's a Actually, continuous process. It takes ages. You never, you never, you never finish it. No, you like, never. You need to stay disciplined for the house of the time. That's why being complacent is not great. Because aye, aye. I could easily sit here and go, you know what? Like, okay, I'm not the most shredded. I lost, I lost my confidence. But because you were complacent. Because exactly, that's exactly why I lost it. I lost my confidence because of complacent. Mm-hmm. But I still say disciplined in many things. I still doing a lot of things. But I lost my main confidence in here. I knew, like as we spoke about, there's different types of confidence. There's confidence that comes across, and there's true confidence that I didn't have that true confidence in here for a wee bit there. Yeah. But as soon as you get back to everything else, it comes back straight away, man. Yeah. It comes back straight away. Would you say like we didn't write this as a point, but it's a wee bonus point about celebrating the stuff that you're good at and the successes that you've had but oh, also absolutely. maybe challenging the negative thoughts that you have we all get them oh, and I know you've had your fair share of it in the last couple of weeks same, I, get intrusive, same. I get intrusive thoughts all the time man. You, but you know what I mean you're, you're not even what, what did you say there? intrusive thoughts intrusive but you're saying you're saying like I'm a fucking failure yeah. I am sh- I'm a shit PT Aye. I'm a shit coach these are all things that came into my head last six months you need to, I think you, everybody needs to challenge that self talk. It's the same with the person that like, I'm a fat bitch, I'm a fat cunt. Nah, you're not. It's like, you have fat, move on for it. You're get, doing something to get rid of it, right? Aye. You are not fat, like you have it. Aye. And you have the power to challenge it, you have the power to reduce that. It's just going to take a wee bit of time. Aye. But uh, identifying yourself as Aye, a failure. Self talk is real, man. That's where self self sabotage is, oh, is dangerous. So, so true, man. It's dangerous. So true. You tell yourself something, that's what you've got to be. So if it's bad, you tell yourself consistently, I'm, I'm shite, I'm shite, I'm shite. Well, you know what? You probably are shite. This is where the, do you believe in affirmations? I, f- I, I, I not too much because, nah, I, I do believe, I do believe it's good to sit and watch a motivational video and get that initial spark. That, that, that dies quickly when your boy's deep in it and you're like, I'm fucking tired, man. Do what you know about, what I mean? What you watch an affirmation video, you go, it doesn't matter anymore. What about your own affirmations though? So, like, say, like say, I don't think I've got affirmations, but I always, always the one that I had in the past year was, I will be the hardest worker in the room, mm-hmm. and that was always something that I was like, you know what, that that's what that's going to push me. So, don't get me wrong, when I was like, why, why is it? What it was more around, why is that important to me? Mm-hmm. And it was like, right, because it builds into your brand, it's going to get you more clients, it's going to make you a better coach. And I was like, right, I need to do it, I need to do it. Um, Try to think if it fell off. Probably did. It probably just naturally had a, a shelf life that I ran out with. But I don't necessarily have any affirmations just now. Mine is uh, just to be a good coach. Not to be the hardest worker in the room. Because when I find that I give myself that, I stress myself out. Yeah, exactly. And I think Do you know what I mean? You, find, you, you can find that. <laughs> I but like, it's when you're in that negative state. Aye. And it's, it's, that's, it's to pull you out of that state. Aye. And that's why self... Um, Positive talk, being around positive people, mm-hmm. and they're around you, and you're like, I don't that's know. That's what like, the good. The, all, that, you, all, you probably, is, all you hear is good things. So you're right. like, that's fine. Because it, like you, you probably like when you you're going through a negative spell, and I'm like, nah, like come on, Aye. draw a line in the sand, get Aye. under it. You're much better than this. Stop talking yourself down. Mm. You can do X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. Aye. And you're like, you know what? Take might take a few days to get it, but you came out of it. Aye, aye, aye. Like, like you said, it's two weeks, two weeks on for that. 
Imagine what it's going to be six months out for that. I know. Right? So fucking mental. You've got to have another dip at some point. We all Aye. do. We've got to hit a wall or something. Something's going to hit us. It'll be an illness or fucking whatever it is. Mad shit. But you'll, as long as you, I, I love saying this, but as long as you don't give up, you can't fuck up. You'll, you'll keep moving forward. Aye. So with that said, wrap up that's that that's it let's get it right so as always guys thanks for tuning in to today is Thursday's episode Thursday aye Thursday episode 65 hey I can't wait to be at 100 wonder what we'll be at 100 I've got an update on this have you he sent me the receipt he's actually fucking sent it Uh, the guy aye because remember he couldn't so so, right let's do a quick story before we finish up here fucking hell mate so we've been waiting on a waiting on a, a for these mics, this is why the quality doesn't sound bad, but it's going to sound a lot better in probably Aye. next next week's episode. Mm. Uh, and I said to him, I was like, I'm fucking sick of this. Give me my money back. Aye. And he's like, right, cool. Sorry, something happened in my family. I, I thought these were all excuses. And I was like, I don't care, mate. Just transfer me my money back. He said he needed a card reader and it couldn't be till the next day. I was like, fuck's sake, I no, well, If I need to wait until the next day, you may as well just send the bloody item. So if you can get me a receipt tomorrow, I'll no ask for the money back. And he sent a receipt. It's got a tracking number and all that on. It's next day delivery. It was, this was on Saturday. So it should be, technically speaking, today or tomorrow. So is, is this true though? Yeah, I've seen the receipt. He sent a picture what? of the receipt. It's crazy. Uh, I know. So we're there. Yes. Thank God, man. What the fuck? I know. Like, I what the get, fuck? guy's just a troubled guy, to be honest. But ah, anyway. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So next time you hear us, we'll have even sexier voices. That sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds good. I don't think I can get much sexier, but... Uh, definitely can, mate. It's a, it's a hard <laughs> when you're a two out of ten, there's tons of numbers mate, up there. Honours are work. <laughs> so, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, head over to YouTube. We are about nine subscribers away from 200. Aye. So, if you haven't subscribed, we would much, we'd very much appreciate it if you can head over there and subscribe. If you don't have a YouTube account, create one. It's just a, a wee email address you need. Aye, Get subscribed. It helps, just use your Gmail. <laughs> it helps It helps our exposure and all that good stuff as well. And if you are watching this on YouTube, leave a comment below. What do you? What have you found that has worked for your own self-confidence and how has that helped you improve mm-hmm. other aspects of life? So, until next time. Have a nice one.